Sit down. We got them union workers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, North, we are. And I'm now Cat. Hang on. Go on job, Kenny. Oh, they're so small, they only have 2%. Go on job. You're not doing a good job. Wow, we got the low rate of land over here. Damn cowboy. Let me roll them up. I'm a Florida redneck. Over here. I didn't deserve cowboy in my life. Sit down. You don't need your mama's permission. This is the Battle Podcast. Hey, guys! A little start with that shit. Uh-oh. Don't even go there. Now, your host. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Full Money Janet. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, what up, Ray? What up, Ritz? What's going on, man? Hey, guys. Oh, don't oh, stop that joke. Don't even stop that. <laughs> I hate it when you do that crap. And yeah, Joe Bocat. You got one job. You got one job, you Joey. You got one job, Joey. Got social Joey. media. I'm, I'm Joe Bocat. Hey, no, some, you know, I'm Joe Bocat. Somebody Joe check the door, see if it's locked, because, you know, Maynard's always late, but he should be this late. I don't think the Maynard's showing up tonight, man. You know, there's a little dust on his feet over here. Uh-oh. The, uh, to Murgatroyd. And that was inebriated. And- no, he actually, let's calm down now. Let's not bounce on the Mana, <laughs> Chip Mana. He's actually got date night with his daughters tonight. They got a daddy daughter dance. Nice. Well, that's yeah. nice. Well, so I can't not- really hate on him too much. Nah. You know? He's not called the Mainer in my world, though. He's the one upper. The one upper? Yeah. Mr. One Upper, man. Mr. One Upper. I went level 15 for 15 minutes <laughs> on a 3.5 speed on the treadmill. Well, that's great. 15 for incline. You, 15 incline. Make sure you put the incline. Hey, listen, incline. don't hate on Mike because he's got damage Josh as a personal trainer, right? <laughs> David Josh is demanding. Let me tell you right now. I mean, he about ran Mike off and he pissed my son off. And quite honestly, he was pissing me off the other night too. It's hilarious because I just sit back on my bench swing and just look at all the takes, go back and forth and just laugh my ass off. It's funny because we're sitting in the gym and Mike wants to start taking pictures. You know, the old man wants to start taking pictures. So I took a few pics of him sitting there on his damn phone while everybody else is working out. Oh, good Lord. What about that pickle Jobo cop sent us? Good. Oh, well, God. you know, you Big guys. Googly moogly on that. Oh, now, listen, listen, dude. I told you. I told hip you from the get I'm going to get on the hip doctor and I'm going to stretch that thing out as far as it yeah. will go. Oh, he did. And, oh, my uh, eyes were abducted and I, I pray to God I get it back someday well, soon. Well, you know, speaking of Mr. Josh. Uh, damn it, Josh. Damn it, Josh. Well, yeah. Speaking of Josh, uh, he, you know how he's the amazing guy that's wanted to be the coach, right? Personal trainer, baby. Personal, Personal trainer. trainer. Well, I happen to be at Best Walmart. Best in Florida, too, just oh, so wait, you know. Wait, wait, wait. You know where this story's already going. Oh. I happen to be at Walmart. Uh-huh. You know, and he's always saying, man, you got to cut out them card, man. You got to you do it, man. You don't cut out them cards, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good, you man. Can't I think I'll just like it, man. drinking that soda and all that stuff right now, man. <laughs> and seriously, honest to goodness, I look over in the Express checkout lane, and here comes Josh. Damn it, Josh! With two liters of Mountain Dew Code Red, mm-hmm. uh, two packs of potato chips, and three cans of steak and cha- chili. <laughs> and I, he didn't even see it. Oh, oh my god. god! I took the picture of him. I was oh like, Oh my god! Look at that! You I, caught him on a good day, damn dude. It, Josh. <laughs> well, dude, I'm telling you, you, you caught him on a good. You know day. that man's on a diet because if that's all he's buying, he's usually got at least a case of Twinkies. Yeah, chocolate covered Twinkies. If there's no Twinkies in there, dude, he's Josh, on the diet. Damn it, Josh is cutting back. I don't know what I felt worse for: the pants that he's wearing or the mask that's on his face. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, Josh, he's I'm not wearing you, a mask. <laughs> but, we got um, to bring Damn it, Josh back. Oh, we. 
we got to bring it's been, it's been a while. Damn it, Josh. We're calling you to the carpet, brother. We yeah, got to get gonna you back on here. We got to get some things, you know, straightened out with Damn it, Josh, the yeah. personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be unpacked. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Serious issues going on with that guy. Yeah, I love you, though, Josh. We do love you. Damn it, Damn Josh. It. Damn, Damn it, Josh. Damn it, we love You've you, You've got one, Jack. Anyway. Oh, man. So what's going on in the world of Ray? I mean, you got that shit eating grin on your Ray face Ray again. All day. Oh, yeah. Like you're ready to drop a truth bomb or something. Drop a deuce bomb. A deuce. Yeah. Oh, you don't oh. drop. He doesn't drop truth bombs. He drops deuce bombs. Oh, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, my work schedule had me tied up all week. So oh, you had to work this week. I tied did. Up. Oh, I boy, did. Ray. Tied up like a balloon wow. knot. Ah. Tied up as tight as a balloon knot. Yeah, he said to me the other day, he's like, dude, you ain't going to believe this. I said, what's that? He goes, I've got work scheduled all week. I go, you know, most people do, Ray. I mean, are you okay? He's like, I don't know. This is a lot. It's cutting in on my humanitarian act. Oh, man. uh-huh. It I is. don't know. That's That damn swing you put in the other day is cutting in on a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, man, think. that's oh. so nice. You guys haven't seen that swing? It's so on Instagram. Nice. Oh. He is just relaxing in that thing. Oh, man. Dude. Ever since you got that sucker, man, your humanitarian acts went right out the window, brother. You know, that's the thing about the best part about that swing. You're going to be hamitarian before it's all said and done. You know, last week we were talking about worrying, always worrying. Yeah. I don't worry about a damn thing when I'm sitting on that swing. I can yeah. tell. The only you thing know. you're worried about is who's going to get you your next beer. Or some fried chicken. Yeah, you know, right. That's man. pretty much what I'm worried fried. about. Man, y'all that's, making me hungry. That's hearkening back to John Anderson swinging. You the beer Remember yet, that old song? Nah, yeah, but y'all just got a redneck and nice. Y'all need to come to the house. You need to come out to the property. You got a view now. The car is gone. That's the Mainers, Chip Maynard's car is gone out of there. <laughs> it's been replaced, though. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow, look at there. Ray's junkyard over there. I know it, right? Hey, man, every good redneck's got some long Trailer City. Yeah, lawn ornaments. Yeah. Yeah, you got a redneck and nice, man. That's, That's what it's all about. Just is swinging. 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 No, we're not swinging. No? Nope, we're not swinging. No. Are you sure? No. No, we are not swinging. Right. You're swinging, right? No. But like I was saying, when I'm sitting on that bench, I ain't got I ain't got a worry in the world. And I'm 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 truly blessed to be living out on property. Because when you're living in a neighborhood, you have a tendency to worry about what's going on around you. Like, what are your neighbors up to? What are they doing? What's going on with oh, them? You always got that guy, you know, that's neighborhood walk. Yeah, there is definitely a neighborhood watch. That's for sure. And he's watching every damn thing that's going on. Yeah, you get that one dude that's always over there wondering what's going on in your yard rather than worrying about the crap that's in his own. Right. Looking over the fence, checking things out. Yeah, we got to stay away from that, guys. We can't be we can't be worrying about what's going on with the neighbors, what they're doing. Well, before we get into that, though, I think we need to be worried about what's really important. That's bringing Jobo back in here to talk to us about what's our social up? media, baby. Hey, what's going on? Hold guys? on, brother. You, you on vacation now, bro? Oh, man. You know, I mean, just two week hiatus. When that man dates his wife, he dates me, his wife. I'll tell you what, the, the guy ain't been working here a year and he's already taken two weeks vacation. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'll tell you. You know, you got you to gotta take a little time for the for the missus, you know what I'm saying? Good night, yeah, nurse. Man. Thank God we're not on video right now. I know, man. Gee whiz, that was uh, that was a glorious uh, spectacle there. But you know, speaking of uh, Instagram and stuff, we re- released a couple of things this week, and uh, we uh, are trying to to theme it up to be with the shows. So as we release an episode, I'm releasing a graphic that's going to be accompanying that, and it just is a nice way to visually represent what we're doing here at the Battle Podcast, and of course. You can also see Mr. Ray Ray over here all day swinging on the front porch and enjoying and kind of poking fun at Maynard's car that nah. is no longer there, um, yes. but it's kind of cool. But uh, we are doing good on Instagram. Follow us on uh, Instagram and on uh, Facebook at The Battle Podcast. And uh, no longer have Parlor, but we are looking into some other networks and applications to get involved with. 
But on the cusp of that, I do want to make knowledge that we have four new countries. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm liking that, brother. New countries. I want to give a huge shout out to Bolivia. Yeah. What's up, baby? We also have Saudi Arabia. Wow. Yeah. I like that. And uh, our great friends up in the Ukraine. Wow. Yeah. And believe it or not, one of my favorite cuisines of all time, Malaysia. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Who started the boat motor? I don't know, man. Yeah. That, sounded <laughs> like, that sounded like me after Chipotle. Is that, was, is that, that, the, the is that, that damn Dunder Muffler? That was the best clap I could come up with. Oh, was that it? Was, that, was, uh, that was a good one. I got to make sure, though. That was, hold on. That was a clap? Yeah. Was a, well, yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Claps. Oh, oh, claps. Oh, okay. <laughs> multiple <laughs> claps. That was motorboating. That's, yeah, that sounded like <laughs> motorboating. Kind of sounded like me after Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to be honest with you. You go motorboating after no, that? No, dude, no, I don't go motorboating. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's something else. <laughs> motorboating. You go to motorboating. He goes polluting the water. <laughs> I'm telling you something right now. Pollute. I'm a hazmat hazardous. Now, now, I just want to make sure, you know, Jobo Cop does all of our social media, and he was just talking about these graphics. He sent a very elaborate graphic to us the other day that I pray to God does not make it to our social media. I'm not going to post that. Okay. Good. No, no, not, not only if you're referring oh, to the, the hip, hip abductor, abductor, the hip abductor. I'm actually, my plan is to <laughs> use the zoom fixture feature on the phone and get closer in. And that will be put on the battle podcast. I, I got to tell you. And you know what? Right at, the, right at the end, it's going to be Josh's head. Dude, I we, really want to unsee that. I no, really hey, No, here's the, here's the thing. We can make it a game. We'll do a super, super zoom in. And what everybody will have to guess what it is. Oh yeah, and and then and then each week we'll zoom out just a little further. Until Ray, you Ray, it. it's not going to be Joe's crotch. I can tell you that. Much. I can tell you. But well, if we do, really it's going to have. You really have to zoom in. It's <laughs> going to have, really have Josh Griffin's it. head on it with a mask. Damn it, Josh's head on it <laughs> with a mask. With a mask. On. Is that Amazon or just a special package? <laughs> wow, that's not what I thought that was going to look. That like. must be Amazon Prime. <laughs> Wow. The, prime, the prime package. Wow. Oh, wow. good night, nurse. We are definitely getting off course right yeah, now. Yeah, we are. We, we are on. We, <laughs> hey, don't bust my chops when I'm at the gym, though, yeah. because I will send some crazy crap that'll make you cringe. Oh, let's oh, let's not God. get on it. We don't. Yeah, we're don't, good. don't we're prime going, that pump. Crazy we're we're good. crap that'll make you cringe. Shickety plickety. Weekday. Shlickety plickety. <laughs> funky, funky, monkey. Nippelodeon. Nippelodeon. Oh, nice. Oh, well. Nice. That was a good pull. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. You like that? He came up with that one all by himself. I'm glad to see Fritzy showed up. Been over here rubbing it since you know, so it's really kind of I don't know I don't know whether to be turned on. Or He's been, yeah. you know, Fritz has been in kind of a special mood ever since we started talking about creating that new toilet for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's talking hydraulics. He's uh-huh. talking yeah, lips. Man, I mean, he's tired of those feet going. He's, down, a, you know? he's a big man walking. I could tall, get a massager, you. you know, that would yeah. just uh, massage the calves, you know. Yeah, you could probably crap in one of those trash cans on the curb <laughs> without bending his without knees. Without even bending his knees. <laughs> hey, if I could dangle my feet from that thing, I'd crawl up on it. Oh, you dang right he would. Weren't you the guy in Harry and the Henderson in the Henderson suit? <laughs> well, that's close. That's okay. a good one. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I want to feel like a little kid on the I stand in double. Oh, was you? <laughs> double. Or the sit-in double, you're, I should you're, say. You're so hairy. Uh, but anyways, as we were... <laughs> as we, we were get doing, on with the show? I mean, this is getting yeah. deep. Wow. I'm Let's get back to the battle podcast, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You're welcome. So what we were talking about was worrying about what the heck your neighbors are doing. (laughs) Last week, we talked about worrying about our own thing, what we can't control, things that are out of our control, and wasting time and energy worrying about things we can't control, period. Well, yeah, we live in a culture today where we're always worried about what somebody else is doing. I mean, you look at the simplicity of how life works. Like, Just look at the workplace. 
You got guys like, well, he's doing this and she's doing that. And how come I can't do this? And how come, well, why don't you worry about yourself? You know, um, we're looking at our neighbors and seeing, well, the, well, they got a new car. They just got their house painted or they got somebody doing the yard. What's going on over there? It's like, why don't you worry about what's going on in your own house and going on in your own life instead of worrying about what's going on in somebody else's? Exactly. You got to fix, you got to clean up your own house before you can worry about somebody else's house. You can't but, find no fault though, worrying about somebody else's stuff, you know? Well, the other part of it is True. a big difference. There's a difference between truly being legitimately or, or, or genuinely worried about somebody or just being nosy and sticking your nose in somebody else's business. Right. Most of it's sticking your nose in somebody else's business. Business. Hey, yeah. I'm guilty of it. I've done it before. I got I got to I got to interject here and just share uh being from Kentucky in a very small rural town you can imagine every time somebody flushed the toilet the entire town would know about it you know it's kind of that mentality Joey ate corn last night Oh my night. god did jo Joey was outside with that girl and oh my god and this and that and who's that over there at the Burks's house and what's going on and uh, oh, they got a brand new car I like the Lord, accent I, you do I like Saunders flower bed I'm going to go get me some ferns and some petunias <laughs> Oh my god look at her garden she's got corn and she's got mustard growing in her garden in Kentucky It was a non-stop and we have one <laughs> of those Burks neighbors had a brand new car no, no, the Burks never own a brand new car. I'll tell you that right now. But it was one of those things. Our neighbor knew everything that we did. And she wanted to everything that every time my mom wanted to go buy something for the for the house, she had to go buy it. Right. I mean, literally, you could uh, time it. As soon as my mom hung up a planting hanger on the porch, an hour later, she would back out the car and she would come back two hours later with the same one. Mm. And it's well, just, it makes you wonder, though, why, why are people like that? What draws people to be so consumed with keeping up with the Joneses or in your case, the Burks. I mean, <laughs> I know nobody's trying to keep no, up with Durham's. They're dude, trying to stay the hell away from us. Dude, my life is a freaking sitcom right now. I'll tell you <laughs> something right now. But, uh, but I mean, what you think about that. I mean, we live in a culture today where everybody's trying to get what somebody else has got. Yeah. Or they're worried about what somebody else is doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and as men, as, as men and leaders of our families, we should set the tone with that. Right. You know, I mean, if you're in a situation where maybe, you know, you have a situation where maybe your wife's like that, you know, as the leader of your home, you need to pull her to the side and say, honey, we're not here to compete with our neighbors. We're not here to worry about what's going on. Let's fixate on what's going on in our house. Because, you know, if you think about it, that's really where the really crux of the problem really starts is we want to worry about everything and everybody else and not fixate on ourselves and what we need to be doing. When you're avoiding your own problems. Yeah, because it's easier to look at your problems than it is to look at mine. Exactly. And that's what Fritz was saying earlier. Mm -hmm. You can't find you can't find faults in yourself when you're looking at the neighbors. You can come up with all the faults. Oh, they're in debt or they're this or they're that. But like you said, you're just avoiding your own problems. Either that or you're just so insecure you can't make a decision for yourself and you always have to base your the way you live on what everybody else is doing. Bingo. Right. Bingo. Yeah. Well, the other part of it too is is, you know, and one of the things I've always said, and I know Joe been with me on this in men's ministry. It's mm -hmm. like, look, there's so many men out there that are willing to step over their own wives and children mm -hmm. to go off and worry about something in somebody else. Yep. You know, I mean, we got to fixate on what goes on in the four walls of our homes. Amen. You know, it's like one of these things where we look at, we go, uh, one of the conversations we we're having the other night at our men's group, we we're talking about how, you know, in our country, everything's about the professional, right? You know, you want to get your car fixed, you go to a mechanic. You want to get your house fixed, you go to a carpenter. You want to go your plumbing fixed, you get to a, go to a plumber. You want your kids to learn about Jesus, you send them to a preacher, right? And the reality of it is, is that we, it's real easy for us to push it off on somebody else rather than do it ourselves. Assuming the responsibility. Right. Yeah. And I think what you're saying, Ray, which is so true, it's really easy to 
to fixate on that rather than to focus on what's going on in your own life. Like I can sit there and look at Ray and go, well, Ray does this and Ray doesn't do that. And Ray's family's doing this. But the real, the real fruit that comes out of it is, is that what am I doing in my life? What am I doing as a husband and as a father? You know, what am I doing as a man? If I'm fixated on what you're doing all the time, that's just so much easier for me not to fixate on me. What am I avoiding? Well, that's a good, that's, 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 a good that's where I was going to go. It's like a psychological bandaid. Mm. If you think about it, because you're masking something deep down, you're, you're feeling uh, a hole. You're feeling something with, you know, not nothing that's good or edifying. You're filling it with monetary things because you're trying to keep up with what everything that they're getting or the other person is getting or your neighbor is getting. And you're not addressing the issue at hand, which is what are you dealing with? Right. What's well, just know? a lion. We talk about that. You're yeah. just, just, just yeah. a lion to yeah. yourself. It's you, like, well, uh, the Joe's doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Look at what he's doing in his life. Well, why, look what his wife is doing. Wait a second, bro. Why are you worried about what's going on with Joe and his wife? Instead of fixating on what's going on with you and your wife. Let right? me, can I share, oh, sure. can I share a personal story? Absolutely. Uh, this actually happened two years ago. Um, there was an individual in, I'm involved in a lot of social media streaming platforms. And there was an individual that founded and friended me on that. And this guy lives up in on the Eastern seaboard. And he has followed me for a long time because I'm involved in social media. I'm involved in streaming and graphics and, and I do public speaking and all of this stuff. Well, you put it out there, you know, you know, I'm not, you are. I'm not, I'm not shy about it. And he became extremely jealous about that. And here's what he did. And I don't think I've ever shared this with Ray or John here. And he actually called my church that I was attending at the time, talked to Pastor D, who you know, and said that I am a hypocrite and that I uh, belittle people who have disabilities and that I'm a fake and I'm a fraud. Wow. But now, because of the jealousy that he had. Right. You see, because he was, he, and it come, truth came out two years later. I confronted him. I'm like, what is your deal? Because I don't, you know, I, it's hard to get in touch with somebody who's on a social media and they don't want to respond back. Right. So I called him when he was live in a window and I was like, what's your deal, man? And he started crying. He's like, I want everything that you have. Mm. He's like, you have a wife. You have a beautiful home. You live in Florida. You're talented. You make this, you do that. So I'm trying to process all of this and everything that he is saying to me. And it's just very strange. It was very real. For the first time in my life, I had an individual who was analyzing everything I was doing in my life wow. and wanting what I was doing. It was, it was weird. It was, a, but it goes right to what you're talking about with keeping up with the Joneses, wanting your neighbor's stuff and coveting this and, and holding that and idols and all this stuff. It, it, it ties in directly. And I had to experience, it was very uncomfortable. Well, the, the funny thing is, but doesn't even make any sense. It's okay. So he wants what you got, right? Yeah. So he's trying to ruin what you have. But he, ha he himself has a disability and there's a connection there. Well, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, okay, so he comes in behind you. He, he stirs up all this shit, right? Right, exactly. And then what's that going to do? He's not taking your house from you. He's not taking your wife from you. He didn't take he's anything from you. He's not taking nothing. And he's not going to gain any of it. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, and I do not want to say this, and the listeners of the Battle Podcast, I mean, I'm not, it, it, it made him look very foolish. Well, absolutely. It made, it like made him look extremely foolish. And I didn't have to say anything. And, you know, it was, it was one of those mo teaching moments in, in, in everything. I think we've all, to some degree, Ray and oh, John, you yeah. guys have had a moment where somebody has done something very similar to you mm. and you're just sitting there like, whoa. Well, you know, I think that what you find out is, is that when you don't stand for something, you fall for anything, right? Mm -hmm. And what happens is, is when you have people that are willing to step up and step out 
it's like I tell my wife and my kids all the time, I'm like, you know, we live in a culture today where everybody wants to be successful, but yet we hate successful people. You know, it's like, you know, Tim McCraw had an old song. He said something about being the new SOB, right? And basically the song's talking about, you know, this guy, he works hard. He finally gets a promotion and now he's a new SOB. Everybody loved him before. He's a great guy. He deserves it. He should get promoted. Now that he's promoted, you know, nobody likes him anymore. And then all of a sudden he gets demoted and he's back to being like everybody else. And now he's good, you know, because people, quite honestly, they don't mind if you do good as long as you're not doing better than them. Right. And the reality of it is, is that instead of us being happy for each other and encouraging one another, we get jealous and envious of each other. And it happens. And that's the sad thing about it. But it does go along. When you take it to the next step where you're trying to ruin somebody else's existence because you're jealous of what they got. Yeah. It's very strange. And, and, you know, it's one of those, it, it, it was a teaching moment for me. And um, I, I learned a lot about myself when I learned that it was the first time in my, in my life I realized I have to man up in this moment and not let this slide. I need to confront this head on. Right. Well, not only that, we have to understand that any of us sitting in this, in this studio right now, Yeah. we're trying to, to do something. We've talked about before about this being part of our legacy. Absolutely. Anytime you step outside of yourself to try to do something, there's always going to be some adversary that adversity that's going to come your way from other people, whether it's through jealousy, envy, uh, you know, people, you know, that they, they don't want to see people do well no. and, and they want to expose you. And, and so, you know, I put it out there right now and anybody's listening to this podcast, I'm as jacked up as they come. Yep. I don't come on here trying to act like I got it all together. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm a guy that's experienced a lot of shit in my life. That's why I'm here. Why we have the conversations that we have. That's why we go deep and talk about the things we talk about, because it's not about perfection. It's about learning and trying to make each other better. That's why we all five are here. Right. Yeah. All of us at the battle podcast, including Maynard. He's right. not here. I'm speaking for him, but you know, we all have went through this crap. Dude. Oh yeah. Even when damn it, Josh steps in, he's the same way. Oh yeah. Boy, yeah. he's got a crazy story too. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and there are people that are going to look at him and go, well, you did this. You did that. Who who cares? Who cares? Who right. cares what you did? It's not what you did. It's who you are. You know what I'm saying? And the reality of it is, is that we got to quit looking and worrying about what the hell's going on with somebody else and start looking at ourselves. You know, if, if Ray goes out and he, uh, a while back, he's talking about building a barn, right? Mm -hmm. Brother wants a barn. God bless him. I, I I hope he has the best barn on the this side of the Mississippi. Gorgeous. I don't care. You know? Me too. But there are people out there going to look at, oh, look at Ray, man. He thinks he's the whole whole lot, man. He's going to have a barn, thinks he's the shit now. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, really? You got nothing better to do in your life than hate on your brother because he's doing something you're not? But you're living your dream. Exactly. Yeah. You're doing exactly what you want to do and you don't... You, don't let nobody else get in your head on that. That's it. Well, the thing is, is and you'll you know what I'm saying, Ray, is that when you do do that, the other person they're a prisoner to, to your success, mm -hmm. and they wow. don't even realize, it. dude. That's deep. And Whoa. here's and here's what we got to think about as guys is we're talking about people who are looking at us. Dig deep in yourself and see who you're looking at. Oh, because everybody's doing it. Mm. Sure, Jeez. may not be to the same level, but everybody's actually doing it to some degree. Well, envy lives in all of us, doesn't it? Right. So you oh, have to, yeah. you have to look within yourself and go, where am I doing that? Well, I remember I early on in, in my career, and I've told you guys this before, that there was a time in my career where I was looking at my boss and thinking, well, I want to have his life as far as, you know, he, the money he makes as he's going on vacations and doing this and doing that. And you go, well, damn, I want that too. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not about hating on him. I mean, it's okay to have aspirations to want to do better and be better. 
But at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself some tough questions. Why? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we never think about the sacrifices that are made. Like you look across at the neighbor and they're putting up a new fence and you think, oh, it must be nice to put up a new fence. You don't know how much it's cost them. Right. What they've had to sacrifice. Save. What they've had to save. You know, you have no idea what's going on. You know, you don't know if they've been told they got to do it by the HOA. They don't have a choice if they're Mm going to. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. You, know? you said something extremely profound, so profound that I had to write it down because it, 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 I got to share this with my wife when I go home. Don't become a prisoner to someone else's success. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dude, when you said that line just then, that just like freaking dropped the ball, dude. And that, that, that would literally be the epitome of this show is because a lot of people spend a lot of their time and energy chasing after the success of other people. Mm-hmm. I tell my son all the time because he listens to these music stars. You know, he 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 got all these different people he loves, and he tries to emulate them. And I said, you know what? The world already has that person. They don't have you yet, Mm. and that's what you got to understand is that they already have you know uh, this singer or this artist or this performer or whatever. They don't have you. Quit trying to be somebody else. Quit trying to fixate on somebody else's life and make your own. That's yeah. exactly right. I was that, that would that's actually a really good point. Trying to make your own mold, because a lot of people in, that are in the music industry or superstars, they've already done it. So, what do you need to do to be able to create your own mold and be mm-hmm. your own person? And that's something I struggle with. I mean, I can't be Stan Lee, the guy that created Marvel Comics, but I can be Joe Burke, the guy that makes retro artwork. Yeah. And what are you willing to put into it? That's it. My life and time. Right. That's and it. that's just it. So, so many people want the reward, but they don't want to do the work. Right. Exactly. And that's what I tell my kids, you know, on that same su- same subject, that's what I tell my kids all the time. I say, quit trying to be somebody else. They're taken. Be you. They're already taken. So just be yourself. Be the best you you can be. Do, you know, put all your energy and effort into what you enjoy and hit it full steam in your own way. Well, Fritzy, you had a time in your life where you traveled around with being a roadie and doing all kinds of stuff. You've been around some famous people, right? I'm sure there's a time you looked and go, man, I would love to be like this dude, you know what I mean? Or this girl or whatever, you know? Oh yeah. All the time. And you know, but when you get a close up, close look at what goes on, what it takes to be that person, it ain't all it's cracked up to be, is it? I mean, it's a huge sacrifice and a huge cost to get, I mean, you think about all these, we, we get this culture where everybody wants to be famous. Well, good luck with that because when you become famous, guess what? You don't have any privacy. Everybody knows your business. Everybody's scrutinizing you. Everybody's watching you. I mean, there's a price. I don't know, man. I've had a lot of lofty goals that I have accomplished. And when I got there, it was like the day after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's next? Elaborate on that because I think that's important for our listeners. It was a big letdown, man. It was not anything what I thought it was going to be. I've had what I thought was my dream job that I wanted so terribly my dream job. No. No, I've I've obtained licenses and education in certain things. It never brought me fulfillment, man. Mm-hmm. I was just checking the box, and that's so important. And I, I you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually step into Maynard's shoes for a second. I had to I had to search this up. How many? What is the percentage of the global population that become famous? One. You, you're very close. The it, so basically the. Uh, Abersman uh, statistic analytic uh, data found that and this was taken a couple of years ago, uh, 8 billion people in the world, 0.0086% wow. of that global population on earth are the ones that rise to fame. 
Wow. What does that say about the rest of the population? We're chasing after empty dreams. Yeah. Well, not only that, if you see, you can see it because it manifests in social media, right? Oh, yeah. We talk about that all the time on this show because people get an opportunity because it's become a new platform where your voice can be heard. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. She's like, she's like, why do people do this, this and that? I'm like, because people want to be heard and now they have a platform to say what they got to say and they feel like it's, it means something. But, you know, words without action are meaningless. Right. They're useless. You're not doing anything. We can sit here and talk about a lot of shit. If you don't get out and do something, it's useless. <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, and what happens is, is you get people on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or, TikTok or Snapchat or whatever you want to call them all, but they want to voice their opinions. But what are you doing about it? You know, it's like, it's like the, the, the guys in this podcast, we could sit around all day long talking and, and griping and complaining about why men ain't stepping up and how come they don't do the things they need to do and all these different things. Or we could come together and go, you know, what can we do to help men wake up to the reality of the responsibilities we have as men and do something about it? Yeah. Instead of, worrying, instead of worrying about what other people ain't doing. You see, even in the church, it's funny because you'll see people that get envious of people that serve and do this and do that. And it's, it's funny because years ago, you know, uh, Candy and I were involved in a group and they kept talking about doing something and they never did anything, never did anything. And then finally, one day we just looked at each other like, wait a second. We've been complaining about this group that we've been in for a year, not doing anything. And the whole time we've done nothing. Right. We wasted a year of our lives doing nothing and blaming everybody else mm -hmm. instead of just doing what we knew we needed to be doing. And that's what people do. They want to look at somebody else and go, oh, I can't do this because Ray's not doing that. Or I'm not going to do this because Joe's in my way. No, you've got to make the decision to do something and quit using excuses and pointing the finger at everybody else. And, and worrying about what everybody else thinks or what everybody else is doing. Yeah, and a big part of that is being able to identify the situation because I had a similar situation with my, my sister and her son. She was telling me about all the stuff that her son was doing. And, you know, me, I'm just like, oh man, that sucks. Sorry about that. That, that. that really sucks. And then it took several months before I realized that it's my job as a man to step up and help out, to get in there and talk to that kid and find out what's going on. Instead of just sitting there, oh, yeah, well, I'll pray for you. Oh, man, that sucks. Or worried about what somebody else isn't doing. Right, exactly. So the biggest part is, is like I said earlier, look inside and see what you're trying to avoid. Or look outside and identify those things that need to be addressed. And it ain't easy. It's a hell of a lot easier to just sit back and ignore it and focus on somebody else while you wither away. But that, like we say all the time, you got to get up, stand up, man up. And that's what it takes. Pull, pulling your boots on and getting to work. Well, I think when you look at this whole topic that we're talking about tonight, it really comes down to a couple of things here, right? We can either sit here and fixate on everything and everybody else, make excuses and worry about what everybody else isn't or isn't doing, or we can step up and do what we need to do as men. And quite honestly, for a lot of guys out there, and you guys that listen to this podcast, you know what I'm saying is true. It's a lot easier to point the finger at somebody else. The hardest person you're ever going to look at in your life is you. And, you know, we sit around and we want to blame, we want to blame the, the church, we want to blame the schools, we want to blame, you know, society and, and, and we want to blame, you know, the, the politics and, the, and the, the government and, and all these social media and everything else. And the bottom line is we keep fixating on everything and everybody else other than looking at ourselves. Focus on the four walls of your home, man. 
You want to make a difference in this world? Start with your wife and your children. And those guys that are out there, maybe you don't have any children. Start with your wife. You know, start with empowering her and encouraging her and building her up and holding her up in a way that makes her feel confident and bold where she can do and be what she's called to be. If you got kids out there, quit looking at everybody else and worry about what everybody else is doing. You know, draw that line in the sand and hold to what you know to be true. One of the things we talk about on the show a lot of times is sometimes we compromise. And sometimes when you do that, you lose. And I'm not talking about compromising about things that you should kind of step back and look at. I'm talking about compromising what we know to be right, what we know to be true as men. You see, the world's not going to change for us. And we can make every excuse in the book and look at everybody else's situation. But it starts with a man in the mirror. Start asking yourself some hard questions, man. Ask the tough, tough questions like, what am I doing? You know, my kids are being taught this. Okay, well, am I teaching them what's right? My wife is being told this by the world. She's got to look this way. She's got to walk this way. She's got to dress this way. Am I building her up and telling her, no, you look fine just the way you are. I like you this way, that way, whatever whatever it may be. It starts and it ends with you as the man of that home, the leader of that home. Quit worrying about what's going on in your neighbor's and start fixating what's going on in your own backyard. It's real easy to just look over the fence and look at what's going on and what isn't going on when it comes to somebody else. But then, you know what happens? Sometimes you need to look down on the pile of shit you're standing on to peek over the top of that fence. Because that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. 